This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everybody to another episode of Genius Brain Podcast. I'm your host, David So, and we have a very special guest. We have the Latina Booty Heat. <laughs> and I only say that because I literally see her ass every day on Instagram. The fucking so peaches true. on this bitch. It's and you wild. Will always leave some comment like I need to recreate this picture. And you've never done it. First of all, because <laughs> you have so many, I don't know which one to do. I call you fucking the Georgia Latina Peach. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's me. My name is Ass, and uh, we're gonna be doing a podcast. I just have to ask: Do you say that you have a special guest on every time? Depending, because I noticed that you said it just now, and I just I want to feel like I'm actually special, but I feel that you may say this. You know what the funny thing is? I actually never hung out with her like one on one before. I know. I just I just know that you were around the barbell people and thought yep. you were really funny. Yeah. Yep, and then yep. I just started following you, and I was like, oh look at this girl, dude. She has a fucking booty for days. <laughs> and then recently. We were DMing each other, and I basically was like, you have to be my fucking friend. <laughs> you have to be my fucking friend. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, get the fuck I over here. I fucking unlocked something that I didn't want to unlock. Yeah. I was like, this girl's fucking mad funny, dude. Like, we should probably kick it sometime. She goes, you have no idea. We're fucking oh, best friends. It's fucking on now. And I tried to fucking block her number, and then she somehow circumvented it. I got a new number, went into the deep web. I now basically own David So. Now you're on my podcast, yes. you fucking bitch. Why do you think I'm here? How how do you think I ended up here? So I don't know shit about you. So I'm actually using this time to actually get to know you a little bit. Just because why the fuck not, dude? Why the fuck not? Dude, I saw that you did did like a hobby ASMR thing. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. So me coming in here right now and seeing this whole setup, I'm like, oh my God. Hey guys, welcome back to (laughs) (laughs) Yo. I forgot this wasn't my channel. Oh my God. Yeah, I started an ASMR channel and I'm about to like kill that shit do you, do you know what asmr stands for auto sensory meridian response good because i had no idea Thank <laughs> you. i wasn't asking <laughs> you, you really like i fucking knew i actually had no idea <laughs> i thought you were gonna try and make me seem dumb no. but i know my shit so what's your what's your top three favorite uh asmr shit mm, as in like people that i like to watch or the actual sensation the actual sensation okay uh i love role play kinky i know what the fuck is that <laughs> role play is like there's like cranial nerve exam videos or there's um, relaxing facial at the spa or a haircut. Those are my favorite because it's a mixture of like personal attention, but also the sounds of. What the fuck? Do you hear how great that sounds? Dude, some of these ASMR, they're popping. Oh, these channels, they're yeah. fucking popping, yo. It's crazy. My favorite right now actually is chiropractic back cracks. <laughs> That's fucked up. You know, I did a video. <laughs> I did a video and I typed. I know you did because you know, I watch chiropractic videos like a oh, motherfucker. What is wrong with you? And I saw you and I was like, "What the fuck is this, Jasmine? Get the fuck out of here, dude! Get the fuck out of my ASMR, bitch! Get out of this shit!" I was like, "I fucking see your ass all the time. And I see you with my fucking ASMR videos. Get out of here, dude!" Wait, so you found it? 
So I think that's how that video, it ended up going viral for me at least because my videos do not get anywhere near a million views. And that video, I titled it What an Hour with My Chiropractor Looks Like. Yeah. And it was like a million views and the comments were just like, oh my God, this was so satisfying, da da da. And I just posted it. it. I See, that's that's fucked up that you find that you to know be satisfying. And your role play ASMR isn't fucked up? <laughs> You fucking judge I feel, me. I feel attacked. Don't you judge me. <laughs> Yo, something about watching somebody get their back crack makes me feel like I'm being relieved. Because I know how great it feels to get your really? back cracked. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's that's what I that mean, whole experience is, is that you watch somebody get their shit done and it makes you feel like you're getting your shit done. That's interesting. I never thought of it from that perspective. For me, like I personally love getting my back cracked. Don't get me wrong. Like, that shit's bomb. But if I'm listening to it, I don't know. It just sounds painful. It sounds more painful to me. And then, like, do they make sounds? You know, like, the person that's getting their back cracked, will they go, like, oh. No, but sometimes <laughs> afterwards, they have a sigh of relief. <laughs> oh. And it makes me feel Oh, good. my gosh. I get that. Yeah. Okay, because you're, like, experiencing the. That's what it is. But then the, my second top favorite is actually Indian face massage, uh, head massages. Have you what seen that shit? F- no. It is the funniest fucking thing on earth. <laughs> because because these Indian dudes, it looks good at first. They start going into the shoulder. They start rubbing the head in this very unique way. Then they start slapping the fucking shit out of oh. it. Like, da, da, da. It's fucking the dopest <laughs> thing. I've, you've that. never seen it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show oh you a clip God. of an Indian ASMR fucking Wait, this down. is real? This is real shit. Like, I guess like you can get it at barber shops there. But there's a couple of dudes that just go Beat in there. Down. I'm talking about so they'll get their they'll clasp their hands together, they'll start tapping the head. I don't know, they'll start fucking slapping the fucking shit out of them. And it number one, it makes me laugh and also makes me feel relaxed. Why a, does that make you feel relaxed? Because a part of me looks like it feels good. There's a reason why, why people do it. Why don't you go and get that then? I have a fucking fat head, that's why. Oh, they, might charge, they might charge me extra. <laughs> They're like, Yeah, that's an extra ten dollars, <laughs> dude. We can't work with these conditions. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Okay, what are so if those are your two, what are your other like what's your next? The next thing is uh, I just started getting into it. So I I have a bit of insomnia. So I have a lot of trouble sleeping. Mm -hmm. Like it's been something that's ongoing. And the reason why I got into ASMR shit is because it helped me sleep. Yeah, same here. Right. So I started listening to the chiropractic back cracks because it started knocking me the fuck out, which was the weirdest thing. I know you're probably you probably woke up the next morning like what? Dude, I thought my girlfriend was going to leave me when she saw me. (laughs) Dude, I would watch it so intensely and she would wake up. She goes, are you fucking watching porn next to me? Are you jacking off while I'm laying next to you in bed? And I'm like, baby, back cracks. And back cracks. And she goes, you, go watch porn. <laughs> yeah, I'm offended. What the fuck is Go this? watch porn, you sick fuck. <laughs> but I started watching like these ASMR back cracks to help me sleep. But now I'm into um, adult bedtime stories. So they, they, they speak very calmly and soft. It's like a form of ASMR, but I don't think they label it as ASMR. But it's adult bedtime stories. But what, it, what about it, it? What's the adult factor? Because it's not about like fluff, fluffy bunnies. Oh, you know, it's like. Eating carrots and oh, shit. Oh, that sounds so interesting. It's fucking comfy. You should do that shit, dude. I, so, okay. That's been my biggest thing with my channel is like. There's so many different things that can be done and everybody's done the tapping and everyone I and I like to talk. I mm-hmm. fuck I fucking can't shut the fuck up ever. <laughs> so I want to have something that is is like that. I love yeah. that. Like if I could just create some little short stories I was going to read you from books and stuff. You could literally do whatever you want on I YouTube. Know, that's I mean, crazy. I think I think the the thing that I fucked up on on YouTube. I don't say fucked up because it's what I wanted to do anyways, but if I was let's say 10 years younger, right? And I was 20 years old. 
I would probably just not set a format for my channel and do whatever the fuck I wanted. So originally for me, because I wanted to be a stand-up comic, everything was based around comedy, Did right? Did you want to be a stand-up comic? I still do stand-up comedy. So I was, what? I've been doing How sta- do I not? I've been Why doing stand-up since I-, I was 16. Yeah. When do you... Can I come? Well, I've been taking a fat break because I'm working on this podcast now. Okay, and gotcha. Fair enough. You know, and I started doing film. So yes, yes, I yes. Took a, I took a huge break off of doing right. stand up, and I'm, I'm, next year I'm, I'm gonna do stand up probably full time just to get nice. back into it. Oh my! I really didn't know that. I want to go see. You're fucking uh, funny. Oh, You're thanks. funny. <laughs> <laughs> you really think so? <laughs> Yo, but let me t- like. So I just had a stand up show uh, recently out in um, fucking uh, Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't done stand up in like a couple years, and I was like, Yeah, I, I still got some sets in my fucking head. I should probably, I should be fine. <laughs> Wrong. Oh no! Did Fuck, you tank? Dude. I didn't tank, but there was a lot of jokes that I knew the setup and the hit for that I thought I still remembered and I would just oh. say a joke because like cause you know when I was like oh fucking bitch I don't even remember all this I, don't, I was like I don't know when <laughs> and then I would just like hey Q&A time kids and I just started doing a Q&A and then that saved me because oh they helped me God. remember my set as I was speaking to people which is what you know it's just crowd work but oh fuck, dude! God. I was like, dude, I am out of practice. That would stress me out. That's whatever, dude. When I was when I do my first stand up show, I got booed. You did when I was like sixteen years old, and rightfully so, I sucked. I would have booed myself if I had a time machine. I would go back in time, have a ripe tomato, and throw it at my <laughs> fat fucking face. <laughs> but when you were sixteen, did you think that you sucked? Did you actually think that the jokes you had were funny, or they were good, or did you know? I don't know if I thought. I mean, I, I thought I was funny because people told me I was funny, right? Mm-hmm. So. um when I did that stand-up show, it was at, it was at a fucking local church because they had like the stand-up night, yeah. and I was like, "Why not? It's, it's in a comfort, you know, comfortable area." Right. So I decided to do it. Yo, you talk about some Christians that boo, huh? <laughs> I thought you were very Christian. What's, of what's you? going on, you Christ-like fucks? <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna do it," but it wasn't really. It was at the church, and the 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 venue was rented out of the church. Oh my! So God. I fucked up in thinking that it was like a church stand-up comedy right. night because my father's a pastor. So I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be warming with the love of Christ." Oh. There was some demons in there that night. They didn't give a fuck about my sixteen-year-old feelings. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I remember too because I was crushed. I dude. was gonna ask, did you cry? I would have cried. I think I would have cried. I didn't Getting cr- booed off a stage your first time. Yeah, I didn't cry. I actually went. Home. I was mortified first of all, oh. and then after that. That feeling went away. <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, "Dude, you suck, bro. What <laughs> like, the fuck I, do you think I, you I are?" I hate myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then I just started going again and again and yeah. again, and you just get better. And the reason why is because I'm a 16 year old kid talking to an adult audience about adult shit that I don't know about. Oh, so rightfully for so, sure. I should get fucking booed. What the fuck <laughs> do you know? And you know, at that time when you're super young, you don't even know what you're saying. You're just modeling your stuff off of your favorite comics and you're really just biting their material. Yeah. And I started to realize like, yo, I'm not as original as I thought I was. Like, I'm just a kid biting off of my mm. favorite people like Eddie Murphy and all these other yep. folks. So I was like, oh, maybe I should chill out a bit and work on my own shit and talk yeah. about my own life experience instead, instead of talking about situational shit I don't even know about. Yeah. So that's why when you get older, your standup gets better. Right. You just have more stories. And you more talk experience. To more. Exactly. Yeah. So now that I'm older, like I have fucking standup shits for days, you know? <sighs> so now I just have to rework it and see how it's good. I mean, I'm not, I don't know if I'll be great at it, but I mean, I was good enough to do what I'm doing now. So. Gosh, that's, I, I literally respect people that do standup comedy so much because like, I know so many people that are hilarious, but there's there is a difference between just like casually being funny and actually being able to produce a bunch of different jokes yeah. and get a whole crowd laughing. And I just I wouldn't even begin to understand what the per- pattern would be to write out a joke, realize where the hit is going to be, if it's going to get the laugh, and then what do you do if you don't get the laugh? What you if just, in your mind it should have gotten a laugh and it didn't get the laugh? Well, you have to make a choice. It's 
is this joke not funny or is did I not present it right oh, okay. or is the crowd just having a bad night? Right. So you have to make that choice, oh right? My so there's a lot of times where like I'll, I I used to rework jokes like in my early 20s and I reworked it and then I was like, uh, it would have been funnier if I did this and I tried it out and I was like, hold on a second. It was funny. It was funnier the other way around. Fuck that crowd, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not going to And let I them... went back and I did it a third time at another set and it fucking killed. So, you know, you just really have to gauge certain things, you oh, know? that's so interesting. So yeah. I, it's hard. Right. Yeah, and also like your audience is going to change state to state, city to city, you which is also know. just oh my god. Oh, dude, I did a Michael Jackson joke. Not too receptive. No. Some people do not find uh kitty diddlers. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So See, we don't find uh, butt touching funny, huh? Gotcha, right. gotcha. Cool. I'll go ahead and scratch right. that one out. I didn't scratch it off. I was like, different crowd, different crowd. Yeah. I was like, See, I'm keeping this joke. This shit was funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I guarantee if you did any of this in like the United Kingdom, everything would be a hit. They have so, the most dark humor yo, ever. I, I watch, uh, so this is UFC fighter named Michael Bisping, right? And this cat, dude, he's he's fucking savage as hell. He's not even a stand-up comic, but he could be. But even the way he speaks, he's so harsh. And he was just saying, that's how everybody is where yes. I'm from. Like, everybody just fucking roasts each I other all the time. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I was, when I was working with this company, one of the photographers became my really good friend. He lived in Manchester or Birmingham, something like that. And one of our first interactions, he was like, you stupid fucking cunt. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, you're just, you're great. Like, I just want you to know you're a stupid fucking cut. I'm like, wow, I could not believe. And like, this is so refreshing. This is so refreshing. He's like, you're a fat bitch. And I was like, <laughs> wow, thank you. Oh Dude, my where, God. where are you from? Uh, ethnically or born and raised? Just born and raised. I was born in San Francisco. Oh, you a Frisco yes. bitch. Wait, and Riley was, Riley, if you guys don't know what you probably don't, is my roommate and best friend loves David. So Riley, if you're listening, hey. Uh, <laughs> Riley was saying that he thinks you're from Sacramento. I am from Sacramento. What? I'm Sacktown, baby. 916, homie. What's good, dude? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm we literally had a whole argument about it this morning. I was like, he's not. He's from LA. And he goes, no, I'm pretty sure he's from Sacramento. Watch, you're going to say this on the podcast. And he's going to say, <laughs> I'm from Sacramento. Riley, you fucking true, homie, dude. Yeah. Leave this bitch. <laughs> she doesn't deserve you. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know. The amount of times you harass that dude on your story is fucking hilarious. No, it's wrong. Like, it's so bad because me and Chachi, one of my best friends, she's like caught on to it now. And we're just like, if anybody saw the things that we do to him, oh my God, like it would be so, it would be so controversial. But the thing is, oh God, there's no way to justify that. He's my best friend. Okay. And he does very controversial things too. (laughs) So wait, Chachi is, she's a dancer. Yeah. mm -hmm. She's... She is engaged to a she to a guy that came on JK News. Oh, he did. Um, J- Yuka. Yuka. That's Yuka. right. So he had a prank channel with. Um, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're engaged. Yeah, they're I, engaged. I thought he was married. He was, and now he's not. So, but he will be again. So he he split and then yes. Yeah. Got- so basically, their whole relationship basically like he was married to somebody in Finland, and then. She was at the time dating somebody else, and then they went on this show, and things changed, and then they came it, it back. Was, it was that 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 fucking show, climbing up a mountain. Bitch that's how shit, they right? met. Yeah, yeah. That's I was how supposed they to met. be on that show. You were? Yeah, I was supposed to be on the show, but then I had, I was contracted to Kevin Hart's network at the point oh. at that time, so I couldn't get out of that contract to go there. What a bummer to be contracted to Kevin Hart! Yeah. Like, wow, that's yeah, nothing sucks. came out of it. All right, oh, okay, Kevin. Oh, was this the app? Yeah, the I LOL remember app. hearing about that. Yeah. 
there were a lot of people. What ended up happening with that? A, a lot of stuff just didn't happen. That sucks. You know, it is what it is. It dude. sounded so cool. I mean, that's that's no knock to Kevin Hart. I mean, he, it's just it's you know he's doing his own thing, yeah. and then he has his own staff. You know, it's just it didn't go through. It and just a lot never of, really came. A lot of people were fu- were pretty pissed about it, to be honest yeah. with you. And you know, for me too, like it, I was like contracted for like two years. Right. So then it's like all these different opportunities that you weren't yeah. able to. And I could have been climbing up a mountain, and I could be fucking. I could be married to Yuka you right be, now. You could be engaged. <laughs> you could. I could be fucking right now, dude. <laughs> right this yeah. second. <laughs> I would have fucking left my girlfriend, and you and I would be fucking each other no, on a cold mountain. You would have stayed with your girlfriend and just, you know, had, had on Yuka the on the side. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> so no, they they had basically, you know, they met on that show, and then after when their relationships and stuff ended, then it was like, hey, I kind of like. Is this shit like kind of controversial? Oh, how old is Chachi? Yeah, it is. Uh, Chachi is twenty. Two or twenty three, and you oh shit, like, she a baby, yeah, bitch. You were baby. you were just an embryo. What the fuck? <laughs> you were like just yesterday. You were an embryo. Yeah, dude. What Wait, so f- what am I then? If I'm twenty four, am bitch, I a you, fetus? You still a fucking baby, dude. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> but she's she's a lot younger than I thought mm-hmm. she was. Yeah, and I think Yuka is in his late thirties or early forties. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. You know what's so weird? Like I don't, I don't, I never know how to feel about those type of age gaps right. and. The reason why is because I don't like, let's say for me, I'm 30 years old, right? Yeah. Like I don't, even if I talk to like a 20 year old girl, I don't know what the fuck we talk about. Like, <laughs> right. I, 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 right. Cause it, what's the what's, life experience? The, it's and... like, you just finished your SATs. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what are we going to talk about, girl? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, you worried about your world history test. Like I'm over here trying to, you know, trying to, but then at the same time I look at somebody like Chachi, she's been forced to grow up like a lot earlier. And she's, she's been through so much in her life too that has matured her. Yeah, so it's like maybe they do have a lot to talk about. And also, Yuka is like, think of what's the guy from um, Jackass? Jackass? What's that? You know who I'm talking? Stevo. Yeah, he's like that. And so at the same time, like Yuka's maturity, he is. He does have the maturity of an older man because he is one, but he also very much so has a kid, very much so alive in him. And so I feel that with Chachi's life experiences and with Yuka's childlike yeah energy, then it kind of makes the relationship work. How? how- does Yuka have kids? He has two kids. How old are they? Oh, I, they're young. They're like four and five. Oh, shit. Like okay. That's cool, yeah. man. Because mm-hmm. that would be weird if Yuka's kids were the same age as Chachi. Oh, stop. That'd be so <laughs> That'd be a great Will Ferrell movie. No. <laughs> that shit would be fucking wild. Why Will Ferrell specifically? What? I don't know. It sounds Just, like a Will Ferrell movie, yeah, dude. Like... What's up, mommy, sister? <laughs> Ooh, shit. Oh, that would have been fucking weird. <laughs> that's crazy. You yeah. know what? Like, I, I feel like... Well, I don't, I'm not really like perusing on YouTube that much, but I feel like people would have made a big fucking deal it about was, that shit. It was a very big deal. Oh, and okay. I feel like just recently, started to die down it's, a bit. it's starting to subside. I because, mean, what, what you going to do, kids? Like, what the fuck are you going to do? Right. Like, they're together. Yeah. Like, you saying stuff people, is going to split them up? Well, and it was also like, it was a mixture of her previous relationship and the fact that she was now with an older guy. And so people were just really upset. And so I think she, I was, that's when her and I were just starting to get close. And she's like, I put up this video today, basically just saying like, guys, can you please just let us be in a relationship? Cause it's not well, going to change. You know, it's, it's weird <clears throat> because I don't even think she has to explain anything to no, be honest with you. It's like, it's my business, dude. Yeah. The dick I suck is the dick I suck. <laughs> like, what's, That's a biblical verse. I don't understand. Like, What's what's it to you? You know what? I think, you know, I understand from a fan base point because they they do get emotionally invested in specific individuals. So like, you know what? You know, I say that, but I understand. I I get it 100%. And you want the best for this person. Mm So it's almost like they grew up with you since they were little kids. They looked up to you and they see you in their minds fucking up and they want to help you so bad. They really do want to help you. And 
the hard part about that is just like, how do you go from, I want to help somebody that, that I look up to, to I own you and you should do what I tell you to do. Right. So, you know there I mean? be, it, it's like, is it emotional investment or is it a control thing where you feel that it's almost like the people online become like a pet to you where you're just like, no, you can't do that. You can't do this. You can't yeah. do that. You know, it, it can be kind of twisted in that way. Yeah. People become a little possessive over your career, which is kind of like, I, I just, I guess I kind of understand, but I don't at the same time because like for me, it's like, well, you, you came onto my platform following whatever I was doing. It was my choice, right? So either way, so why would you force my artistry or whatever that I'm yeah. doing into something else? Because you wouldn't want to follow me anyway. Totally. Right? That actually reminds me because when you were just talking about earlier how you feel that the one mistake that you made or one thing you wish you could have changed was basically not having such a set yeah. for your channel. <clears throat> and that's kind of something that I'm kind of going through right now. And with the comments of other people following me for one thing and turning into an what just came out of my fucking mouth i don't know girl, were those gonna, words i was this list they were words but they were <laughs> jumbled what i was trying to say <laughs> what the fuck i'm like what? riley's not gonna tomorrow's be this yesterday <laughs> equals thursday <laughs> tomorrow's yesterday equals thursday put that on a t-shirt <laughs> yeah honestly please yeah. copyrighted by me though and give me 30 percent of profit actually make it 70 okay so <laughs> as i was saying um youtube yeah and content and getting in one direction, people following you for one thing, switching it up, whatever. That's something that I did. Like I started as a fitness channel mm -hmm. and after – it took me like two years for me to be like, oh, fuck. I actually like to talk about other things and I want to post about other things. Aside and from fitness. And aside from fitness, yeah, because it's such a – I mean, in general, we all have so much about ourselves that we want to share. And so I'm in that boat right now where I am – uploading whatever i want because i want to and if people don't like it then it is what it is that sucks and how long have you been doing youtube i always say this wrong i always think it's been like two years but i think it's been like four or five now okay um yeah 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 it's been a long time and i mean a long time to me for yeah i was probably 19 or 20 when i quit my job and then started doing youtube full time so oh, what did you do before I worked at a salon. I was a hairstylist. But oh, I was, shit! I, but I was, no, I wasn't like really a hairstylist, though. I was just kind of like an assistant. Oh, okay, so you just you just clean up the hair on the floor. <laughs> but no, I did blow dries. Okay. <laughs> I think you said blow dries, thank God. I was I like, did, oh, fuck. I did blow dries. Dries. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I did go to school. I got my license and I was doing makeup. I had a YouTube channel on a separate platform. I mean, on YouTube, it was just like a separate channel. And um, that was beauty related videos, but that never really went anywhere. And did also, you enjoy was, doing it? I loved it. Yeah. Mm. But it was also just so saturated. You know, at the time, beauty gurus were like everything five everything. years ago. And they I still wanted are. to be a beauty guru. At Everybody point, wanted dude. to be I was a like, beauty dude, guru. Fuck, I should do this shit. <laughs> I need dude. to start doing makeup. Yeah. And that's all the James Just voiceovers things. and just doing the fucking makeup thing. <laughs> yeah. So, what's up? Good morning, guys. So, <laughs> today. You know what? This one girl did this shit, which I thought was dope. It was her doing her makeup, but she wasn't talking about her makeup. She was just talking about bullshit. That like her... would be called a get ready with me video. Oh, is that what that yes. is? Man, I don't know shit. <laughs> I was a... like, oh, look at it, this. They That's kind of smart. chit chat get ready with me. And it's where, yeah, you just like do life updates and all of mm. that. And those are way more fun to film because oh, yeah. you don't, I mean, like, you know what to do. You're watching the video to learn how to do the makeup. You could just let them fuck off and talk about whatever it is that yeah. they want to talk about. So, yeah, I did that for a little while. Went nowhere. And then <laughs> <laughs> went nowhere. And you can do whatever you put your mind to. That's right. But yeah, that's except for so, makeup videos. <laughs> except for makeup videos, it's too fucking saturated. 
<clears throat> so yeah, I did that, and now I have my YouTube channel, and now I post whatever I want. That's good, though. It's I mean, I, f- I feel like when you put yourself into a corner, it also like stifles your creativity, mm-hmm. you know. And so like like when I saw you do the ASMR stuff, I was like, dude, this bitch is fucking weird. That's tight because <laughs> like, ASMR is, is such a unique space. And, it, and you're, are you doing that shit where you talk real quiet? Yeah. Okay, give us give us a real sample real quick. By the way, this is going to be in probably some kind of weird porn and I'm ready. So, go ahead. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another ASMR I'm getting sleepy right now, dude. That shit's so wild it's to so me. It's so soothing. What is it about that shit? I don't know what it is about ASMR videos that I, I like so fucking much. It's literally... Well, what's crazy is... Riley, for example, literally hates, he hates it. Like if I'm listening to one or like I'll watch videos because I try to get ideas, he's like, oh, please turn that off or like put your headphones in. It's the worst thing to him. It Like there are the people that find it really cringy and then the people that are just like, oh, this is the best thing of my entire life. Yeah. I fall in the category of it's the best thing of my, I just broke your chair. Perfect. I'm just kidding. Maybe I did. I <laughs> Um. You know what I I, won't, I really wanted to do? So there was another category of ASMR stuff that I like. It's uh, cooking. Where th- no you words. should start an ASMR channel. I would, but I fucking talk too much. No, David. It would be so good. Whisper really quick. <laughs> Whisper, goddammit. Some bitches. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> some bitches today. So I'm going to cook some noodles. <laughs> so the other day, I saw this fat ass. <laughs> and I was like, damn, look at that fat ass. And yo. So I walked up to her and I said, what's up, bitch? Then she pepper sprayed me. Then I was like, oh, women don't like to be objectified. <laughs> then I took off my MAGA hat. <laughs> it would be like the weirdest oh, ASMR. It's like, what wait, the fuck is this guy saying right now? What did he do? Who is this person? It would be the greatest thing ever. Then I took off my MAGA hat. And, you know. I took off my MAGA hat. And then my toupee came off with it because I'm actually Donald Trump. I'm grabbing bitches by the pussy. Oh my god, you have such a good voice for Dude, it. I would, but I would do it in fucking Vietnamese. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dead Fucks <laughs> channel. Today, I'm going to be teaching you how to slap your kid and have them not talk back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I will say, like, the best ASMR videos are the people who have accents, and that was oddly very soothing hell yeah dude dude i'm just saying you've got the mics you've got the headphones i might as well the, just do it dude. just please just one video just one maybe i'll just have another podcast it's just called bullshit it would be asmr <laughs> stuff and then what i wanted to do just for fun and and i say this as if i have a lot of fucking time on my hands which i don't but i want to do one where i just literally tell people about all the fucking weird dreams that i have I have like 30,000 fucking I, weird That's genius. Dreams. That is genius. A podcast all about dreams? Just dreams. And I have such vivid dreams. Like yes. I write them down. Like yes. I had the weird... Dude, there's a, there's a dream that... Um, <clears throat> like just for example, this was like the, one of the creepiest dreams I've ever had. So I um, I had a dream. I had a dream. <laughs> you ever have a dream? <laughs> so I, <laughs> I had a dream where I was at this trucker diner, right? Okay. So in the middle of nowhere. So if you kind of look at it, it's just that long paved road. There's just tumbleweeds, mm-hmm. just desert, whatever. But it's gloomy outside. And the cars outside are very like 1950s type of cars. Or whatever, oh, dope. Right? So when I walk into this diner, everything is super old fashioned. You have like the karaoke machine that you put the quarters in. I love it. Checkered floor patterns and everything. So it's very retro. Yeah. <clears throat> you walk in. 
I walk in, I sit down, and I see this waitress. She's like about to pull her hair out because she's so frantic because she has so many, so many people to serve. And as she's trying to serve everybody, she has her kid in her hand. She's holding her kid. Oh my god! And so I'm like, "Ma'am, just relax." As she's taking my order, I was like, "Just give me your kid. I'll, I'll, I'll watch your kid. Just do what you have to do." And don't worry, I'm going to be right here. Yeah. And she goes, thank you so much. Aww. She has a kid. I'm like playing with the kid, whatever. And then all of a sudden you see this dude just busting oh. through the fucking door. He kicks the fucking door open. He goes, yo, where the fuck is my kid? Oh, my God. Right? Starts screaming at the waitress. And she goes, what the fuck? And then he looks at me. He goes, what the fuck are you doing with my kid? Oh, my God. And at this point in the dream, I'm like, yo. Yo, man, like I'm not, I'm not with her or anything. We're not a couple. Like she's this, working. I'm, I'm just helping. Help. I'm just helping her out, right? He goes, "Do get the fuck away from my kids." So like, you want to take this shit outside? I was like, and you know, everybody is just kind of staring. So I was like, "Yo, relax. We'll talk outside." So I go, "We'll talk outside." We walk outside. <clears throat> I go out first. Stupid. I walk. I go out first. I turn oh around, God. and right when I turn around, he has a Suck. gun to my head, <gasps> and he fucking blasts me right in my head. Boom. Blackout. What? And this is in the dream. I get shot in my fucking dream. Boom. Just little I literally walk outside, I turn around, I go, hey, cock, boom, blows my oh fucking brains out. My God. And then what happens after my, my brain gets blown out, I wake up again and I'm back in the same dining table with the what? kid. And I'm playing with the kid again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What? And so I see the same scenario again and I'm like, there's a guy that's about to walk through that door. The guy walks through the door the whole spiel. And he goes, Hey. Let's take it outside. Same thing. Everything's the same. So it's like deja vu. But this time, because I know what he's going to do, I have him walk out first. I have my own gun and I fucking blast oh him. Oh my head. God. And then boom, I wake up. It was so fucking creepy. I woke up in like a cold sweat because number one, like I don't want to kill somebody, but I had to do something because I knew he had a gun on him. David, so that is first. nuts. It's a weird dream, huh? That is crazy. I have like a bunch of weird dreams written down. Like because they're so vivid, and I think I get these weird dreams because I have I am an insomniac, and so yeah. I take like melatonin. And melatonin. I was just to, gonna ask if you take any supplements or anything because that can like make your dream so much more vivid. That's insane, dude. I I've had dude. I've had like some really morbid dreams too. Like I've had morbid dreams too, but like that that's that that feels like it's beyond basic dream comprehension though, because not only did you die which typically you, you never actually yeah. die in your like, dreams I, I was reading that shit like you don't actually die like it's not no, very common i've never been killed in a dream ever well lucky you everybody's killing me in my own it's my <laughs> yeah. dream too it's my dream <laughs> it's my son dream of, too son of a bitch <laughs> so yeah you're one you're not supposed to die and the fact that you then came back to the same scenario and with awareness of the, the fact the, that the previous thing that happened so crazy to me it was fucking odd man like i've I always get creeped out by some of these things because I always wonder, like, what does that mean? Right. Like, what the Have fuck? Have you considered, like, look, or I don't know, is there, like, a dream therapist that you could see? I would like to talk to them about it. Like, yo, what does that mean? But yeah. I, I'm also scared to know what I they're know. going to say. Yeah. Like, Maybe I, better as a mystery. Like, I even remember a dream that I had when I was a kid that fucking traumatized me a little bit because it, it, it was literally that. You know, has anybody ever asked you some some fucked up shit like, you know, if your mom and dad were hanging off a cliff, oh my who, would, God. who would you say first? Yes. Right. So I actually had a dream about that shit. No. Yeah. But it wasn't that my, my, my dad and my mom was hanging off. It was my mom was... It was it was just that classic like sunsets going down. Ugh. It's red. It's purple. It's ye- you know yellow. The whole it's a beautiful scenery and everything else like that. Like the hill and that and that cliff. It's rocky, but there's grass on top of it. And then all I remember was in the dream, I was holding my mom's hand like this, and then my mom was like 
crying. Oh and my I, I'm a kid too. I'm a kid. Yeah. I can't remember what age I was, but I remember this dream so vivid because it felt real to me. And I woke up bawling because I remember I was holding her and then my mom was just screaming, just let me go. And I couldn't do it as a kid. Oh. And I was just like screaming as a kid, like, no, 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 no. And then literally I'm holding her with everything that I have as a little kid and knowing that I can't hold up an adult. You know, because I had that reality in my yeah, head. Yeah, right. And I just remember just bawling and my mom was just like screaming, just let me go, let me go, let me go because she's going to die. And then like I just literally saw her slip oh. and fall and I started screaming and I woke up screaming and I was bawling oh, as a kid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I remember all these like weird fucking things, dude. See, I've had like – I've had a dream similar to that and I've, I've never forgot it either. I think I was like 12 or 13 years old. And I grew up with just my mom. And, yeah. and the the dreams like that are the worst when like they take place in your home. And yeah. like, you know, because sometimes in dreams you're in a new environment. You know mm-hmm. it's your home in the dream, but it doesn't look like your home. But this one, I was out at the movie theater that was like down the street from where I used to live. And um, my mom had called me and she was like, there's somebody in the house. I need you to come home now. I'm really scared. And it was one of those dreams where I could see what was going on over there. You know what I mean? Almost yeah. like a movie, like it was switching scenes. And I could see like this hooded figure with a knife and my mom was like strapped into the chair and they started texting me and they're like, if you don't get here soon, I'm going to slit her throat. Literally just like, I will slit her fucking throat. And I was like, oh my, and like freaking out. And so I get home and right as I'm coming home, they cut her fucking throat open. And that was how my dream ended. Like my last image was the blood drenching down. It was... Like that stays with you. That's that was a decade ago, and I yeah. still remember it because it was so traumatizing. And it's not real too, but I remember it like it's nothing. What's up, pumpkin? Hi, That's a little kitty. kitty cat. Look at you. I'm allergic <laughs> as fuck to you. Man, you, you. She knows too. I think she, she likes me because she knows that I'm allergic. She poked your head and she's all, "What's up, bitch?" I know. She's like, "What y'all doing? Y'all talking? What y'all talking about? Y'all just gonna rub against this table real quick." Sometimes I just I just add voices to cats That's and shit. So good. Yo. Okay. Well. Y'all just gonna do your own thing. Oh, what's this? Who this Mexican bitch? Oh my God, she got long nails. That feels good. Bitch, scratch me behind my ears. You know my damn spot. I like how my fucking cat's a thug and shit. Okay. Or like a gay thug. Pick me up, bitch. Let me know how it feels. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Make me feel comfortable. That's right. There you go. My name's Pumpkin, motherfucker. (laughs) Everybody loves me. There you go. I'm trying to, oh, am I going to hop down? Oh, Maybe. Okay. Ya. What's up, allergic boy? I know you don't like me, but I love you anyways. Hi, pretty. Oh, my gosh. I love her. I like animals a lot, but, dude, I, I wish I wasn't allergic to cats, but I am. No, I actually am, too, a little bit. I don't know how I would function if I was living in a house with cats. Oh, you just got to take a Zyrtec, girl. That's Zyrtec all you got to do. Allegra. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Could be, though. Could be, though, Allegra. Please reach out to David. Have you ever woken up with a cat on your face <laughs> and then, boom, your eyes look like two fucking pussies? <laughs> Want to fix it fast? <laughs> Want to fix it fast? Want to turn those pussy eyes into normal eyes? Well, guess what? Zyrtec D will help fix your eye needs. Or Allegra, 36 count at CVS, now going for twenty five ninety nine. Oh, bitch, you for real get that shit, huh? Look, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what have you been up to, dude? Oh, man. Um. Well, just like everybody else in L.A., I want to be an actress. Oh, that's right. I really? What do. made what made you want to go into acting? Because acting's a fucking bitch. Oh my god, it's like yeah, it's a thing. Um, so I have been in. I mean, I feel like everyone says this. That's why I hate saying it. But I've loved acting since I was a little girl. Oh really? <laughs> I really have though. Yeah, and 
Like, I mean, from as young as I can remember, I was telling my mom that I wanted to be in movies. And yeah, I loved it a lot. And but we also where I grew up and I know this sounds janky, but where I grew up because I grew up in San Francisco, but then I went into like the suburbs and stuff. Like what like area? Middle school, like Pleasant Hill, Concord, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Creek. And um, so I had wanted to go and be a part of the plays and stuff, but this was like a real like suburban area where you had to actually pay to play. It was like you paid 300 bucks to be a part of the rehearsals and get casted and be a part yeah. of the play and the whole production. And that was just not something that we could afford or do. And so I never really participated in plays. I would just write my own scripts and write my own stories and Oh, what the fuck? That's yeah, crazy. I loved it. and But there was just no option to really, you know, put myself out there. So I've been into it for a long time. Um, but I also had like no formal training. So fun, crazy story. I went on Craigslist when I was like, I think I was 16 or 17 years Very old. Very safe. Very safe. Very safe. Very safe. Yeah. Super safe. 15, 16, easily. Perfect. But- We're going to start our acting class today <laughs> by grabbing you in the pussy. <laughs> And taking off your yeah. clothes, and then they'll never find you again. You want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> well, this is what Today, it takes. Today, you're going to be a puppet, and I'm going to stick it oh right in there, God. and then you're going <laughs> to... Fucking Craigslist ass are weird, dude. No, one thousand percent. Has that happened to you? Huh? Of course. <laughs> of that was course. my first acting gig. <laughs> Did you learn a lot? I was the puppet of Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Did you have a hard time speaking at any point? No. Felt like maybe Ever. there was like something contracting. No, I just in your clenched body. real hard. <laughs> I actually snapped that fool's fingers off. Oh I was like, I'm done with this. I, I don't want this anymore. Like a nice like hard kegels. shit. I just fucking kegled the fuck <laughs> ass kegel. It's a kegel and I had in a beagle. It was a yeah, kegel. a beagle. I did a beagle. <laughs> so I was yeah. So I went on Craigslist. Okay, mm-hmm. this is actually it, it sounds like it's going to end in sketchiness, but it actually is really cool. Yeah, not encouraging people to go on Craigslist and have the same experience. I found this woman. I was looking for an acting coach. And on her page, it was like, you know, I used to run the lifestyle and children division at Stars Agency, which is a really popular agency in San Francisco. And so she's like, you know, I'm taking on um, clients to do one-on-one coaching, monologue work, all of that. So I was like, oh, cool. This This is a good start. So I traveled all the way to like South San Francisco to go and meet with her. And I felt like... I was like the next Britney Spears or something when I went in there because I did a monologue yeah. for her, probably very mediocrely. What was the monologue? It was just some random one that she sent me. I don't even think it was anything. Oh, you didn't get to choose. No, it was just like, hey, bring this in and work on it for, for when we meet. And she goes, oh my God, you've got it. You've got the it factor. And I was like, are you sure this wasn't a fucking scam? This I, sounds like a fucking wait, sc- Okay. I swear it wasn't. Okay. In my mind, I'm thinking the same thing. My mom's like, mm, you know. Oh my God, darling. Yeah. You, like you, you got you've got it. it. You've factor. got you've got the look that we need for this agency that I'm no longer with, but you've got the look. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, like, like, let's do this. Yeah. And literally, she's like, I'm gonna set you up with a meeting with the president of the agency. She did. Oh, really? And I got signed to the agency that week. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I had two agents literally like that. I mm. still don't understand yeah. how that all happened. But I completely spoiled that opportunity because I was in beauty school at the time and didn't go on really any of the... I went on like a Disney audition, but they... See? Oh, shit. But they sent me out for an Asian role. 
Her Which name makes was like, sense. You could be Sa- Asian. Really? Uh, Hatsuya Sakaya, I think, was her name. Do I do I look like my name could be Hatsuya Sakaya? Honto desne. So desne. But you look you you could be like Persian or fucking Indian or that, something for sure. But then yeah. when they said we're sending you out for a Japanese role, I was like. I would just, I would have just took it, dude. I would have been like, arigato, bitch. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. I'm broke as fuck. Fucking hajime mashite, arigato, gozaimasu, samurai sword. Konnichiwa. Uh, konnichiwa. Doi tashimashite. Uh, uh, watashi no namaya wa jasmine desu. Yeah, I would have done everything, though. I did. I did. I did. I went. I went. Yeah. But, I mean, that was like... Uh, they sent me on so many different things, and I never really did any of them. So. Dude, when I was younger, dude, like if it if it came for a big opportunity like that, I mean, if even if I didn't want to be an actor, like look, this is this role is for a uh, a ripped black twenty six year old male. I was like, got it, motherfucker. Perfect, I'm ready. I was Let's like, do it. Let's do it, Playboy. <laughs> like, could you stop hamming it up? Black people don't sound like that. All right, son. All right, son. Yeah. Sounds good. Fool. Yeah, this is how we gonna do it, cut. You know, like they're get like, the fuck um, out of here. Well, no, no. you're like not not the good network, enough. Okay, it's a little too. I don't think so. I don't think that's what we're going for this time. Yeah, yeah. So, so I I ended up getting dropped from them when I moved away. Uh, rightfully so. Yeah. But now I'm with UTA, which is a great agency. If you guys don't know, it's a really good agency. When did you get signed to UTA? Me. Um, it's been over a year now. Okay. Yeah, so, hello, kitty. Did you hear that? I know. She's like, somebody play with me. She's <laughs> like, come on, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, man. Stupid white curtain. Does I don't want to get back in. Is the podcast going to hear that, too? That doesn't matter. This is all natural. No, I just want to know. Are they going to hear it? Maybe. Oh but that was the sound of a kitty cat, motherfucker. Meow. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I've been with them for over a year, and I've gone through one pilot season so far. And I've had it's it's hard. I've had one callback, and mm. it was for a really good. It was for a good TV show. It was for stars. It was for a lead, but acting is like one of those things that you could pursue for fifteen years and mm-hmm. just start. Well, to you're have. also super green. You're very young. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like for me too. Like in acting, I, like I don't really want to be honest with you. I don't really want to be an actor. Like I'm At just all? I'm just doing it just because I can. You know, so I don't really lucky have. Lucky you! I don't, I don't <laughs> wow, really, what a lucky guy! I don't really have like a hardcore passion for it, but I do like film. So that's the difference. It's like I like film, and if people say, "Do you want to be an actor?" I, that's hard for me to say. Mm. It's hard for me to say like acting is my passion because it's not. It's not in the forefront. It's definitely not in the forefront. My agents know that. They know yeah. it's not in the forefront. I said I know roles that I like. I know roles that I want to do, and I know that the roles that I want to kill. And like when I did my first pilot season run i had like seven or eight callbacks and so i know i know know the roles that i'm good at you know that's amazing david like that's so good you know how many oh my god that's so good but see like i feel like if when you don't put pressure on yourself and you just know what what you're going to do like there's no so let me tell you about this audition that i got that i knew for a fact i wasn't going to get right and this shit made me laugh right and it was for this fucking werewolf show i forgot what the fuck it was but the role and this is by the way i was 275 275 pounds heavy set acne (laughs) And the role was for like this guy, for like a 16-year-old kid, right? That's a werewolf. That's supposed to be like the sex symbol of the show. And I looked at this script and I was like, are you fucking with me right now? I did it anyways. <laughs> I like I looked at this and, you know, my agent was like, dude, they just need to see your face. For what? For what? Am I the werewolf that retired? Like, and he just didn't give a fuck about his life? 
Like what 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 am I doing this for? And I'm literally trying to go through the scene without laughing because right. like the 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 scene was a very emotional thing between me and my love interest where we're talking about why I can't be with her or why she doesn't want to be with oh me is because God. I killed one of her other like werewolf homies or something. Okay, shit gotcha, like that. gotcha, right. So Naturally. it's like, you know, we gotta you know, we we still love each other. Yeah. I'm like listening to myself laughing. <laughs> Like, David, you are not going to get this role. <laughs> Absolutely not. And it's not even for an Asian guy. And it's definitely, you're definitely not sexy, dude. Like, this is not your role. Like, I'm that goofy dude. So there were roles, like, where I, I just didn't feel like it was, but I still did it anyways. But, you know, the stuff that I did get callbacks for was stuff that was right up my alley. It was yeah. comedy. It was it was comedic roles. It was goofy. It was fun. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, the stuff that, the hard part about being an actor, in my personal opinion, is like, the reason why I say I'm not a great actor and I'm not going to be is because I don't like playing roles that I don't want to play. No, and and that's totally fine. And I think that's so good, though, that you're aware of that. And also, like, being a great actor, it does involve so much work. Yeah, it, it has to become... Well, there's this part where you're, you know, you, you're, you're not playing a character. You are the character, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what what everybody says. But for me, what I do is I read the script and I hate it. I'm like, no, I'm rewriting this. I'm rewriting this because I don't like it because I'm a creator. Yeah. You have directorness and you like directorial (sighs) attitude too, right? And like my, my taste of like. Like for real, for real acting is when I made that film, I got into Sundance and that's stuff that I did myself. Which is crazy. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the experience that I have, right? So I have experience with film where I got to control with my friends this, this area, the scenario. So I want to do things the way I want to do, which you do have that flex and freedom when you audition, right? Yeah. So you do it within your own taste and however you interpret this character, mm-hmm. right? But there are like, in all honesty, like when I read these like multicam sitcoms, I fucking hate it. Oh, like, well, I'm like, yeah. this, these lines are so fucking terrible. Also, multicam is so dated now. Yeah. The fact that there are still TV shows that are trying to do multicam makes no sense. And I look at it, I'm like, this shit is going to fucking tank. Yeah. And even if, so a lot of you guys who don't go into acting that don't know this, like, let's say a show goes on, right? Let's say you went through you went through your first audition. You go through your callback. Guess what? You got another callback after that. Then you're going to be put up against somebody else. And then you have to go through that callback. And the only reason why you're allowed to come in is because they actually had somebody in mind for that role already, but yep. they said no. Yep. So you're actually the backup to the backup. Yep. And then you have to fight for this role. Then you go into testing. And let's say you get into testing. You pass testing, right? You book the fucking role. You shoot the fucking pilot, right? Two episodes go in. Guess what? The show gets canned. Or, so, or the show gets picked up and they decide to recast. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen, right? So like that percentage of you actually getting on it. I'm not doing this to discourage people. What I'm saying is that when you say you want to be an actor, just know what you're going to get into. It takes a long time. It's a fucking process. There's literally hundreds of thousands of people that are going for that one fucking role, right? And so you have to figure out, do I have something that's special or do I have the dedication to actually figure out that, yo, even if I don't get to this point, will I still be happy doing this? Yeah. And that's the hard part. Exactly. A lot of my friends are going through that right now where they're like, dude, I've been doing this for like six, seven years and I haven't gotten shit. Like I've gotten a couple of like supporting roles or whatever, but I'm still not there. Well, that's the risk that you take when you go into acting. Exactly. Do you love it enough where even if nothing happens, you will look back and say, I loved every second of Mm -hmm. it. And that's the hard part. That's the hard part. And I also think that, especially right now, there are so many influencers who are trying to get into acting too. And it's creating a really, I guess, crappy stigma for anybody who actually cares about acting but happens to be an influencer as well, which is the category that I'm in. Like... By no means did I go to NYU's, you know, acting program and mm-hmm. I'm on that level, but I do genuinely have a passion for it. And so you've got the people who go into it with absolutely no experience yeah. and don't care to have any experience, but yet want to be the next Meryl Streep. And it's mm-hmm. like, 
hmm. And so I feel, I don't know, I guess I just feel like it's kind of making it a different experience and people are viewing it a little bit differently. And so the question of like, will you look back and say that you loved it? A lot of these people aren't even going into it because they love it. They just want it for a completely different reason, like fame or whatever, you yeah. know? So I don't know. I, I guess if there's any advice, and just in case, if there is any of you guys who want to get into acting, just if you can write your own thing, just like David did, like write your own script and create your own project because at the end of the day, like you don't want to spend your whole life relying on Have you tried doing sketches on YouTube? Uh, I don't do sketches, but I'm actually working on two pilots right now. Oh, really? Yeah, for the first time ever. Because I I really did get to a point where I was like, I mean, and it's only been a year for me, but I'm like, I don't want to wait forever to get booked for something. Like, I want to write something and I will star in my own thing that I've written. So, I I mean, by, I don't have no idea if it's going to be successful or not, but I'm going to try my very best and I, I'll at least feel like I get to work. Because it's not even about it being on CW or I just want to work. I just want to act. I just, that's it, yeah. you know? So if I can write my own thing and and only a hundred people see it, I honestly don't give a fuck. That sounds perfect to me. Like, yeah. I just want to do it. And I think that's so important. And well, I think that's a very healthy attitude to have because like auditioning is hard, man. Like I keep telling people, man, like people go, well... You're just going in and you're reading these lines. I was like, well, you know, you don't, you can't even stand getting rejected by one job interview. Try doing fucking 12 in a week and then having people say no to you for three months straight. Yes. Right. And then you see other people who you think are hot garbage get a role. <laughs> I'm like that hater. I'm like, him? 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 Why? He's the werewolf? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I could have been the werewolf. I could have killed that I shit. I could have lost some fucking weight. Son of a bitch. I could be buff. I could do that. I could have sex. I'm sex. I don't have sex. Yeah, I'm, I'm sex. sex. Look at me, sex. I'm sex. I'm sex. I could be gay. I could. I could gay. I, I could gay. I am a gay. I am a gay. I can do it all. I could do it all. What do you want? Dude. I can do it now. I could do it fucking right now. Dude. You know what's funny? Like, there was an audition that I was going to get that I really wanted, but my my manager decided not to do it for me. He goes because like the the role was for somebody who was like flamboyantly gay. I was like, bro, I'd fucking kill that. Oh my God. And he was like, you sure you're ready for that for your first role? That's going to be the first thing that people remember you for? I was like, I don't give a fuck, son. <laughs> Rainbow up, bitch. You know? But I guess like, and it, what his thing was like, he goes, you kill it. Like, it'd be dope. You know what yeah. I mean? But he goes, as your first role, like, I would like people to see you in more of like a masculine light. Like, I'm like, well, because it does, the the thing that you first come out in, that is how people are going to then yeah. look at you and they're going to categorize you as annoying as that can be. So it's like, if you do accept, accept something like that, then you might get piggy holed into something Dude, like I that. Dude, I really wonder this too. Some, some, one of my friends asked me, he goes, yo, so there's a role that they want you in. Like, it's like, you're supposed to be a fluffy Asian dude, but you have a, a, a gay scene, like a gay sex scene with somebody. I'm like, I'm not at that point yet. <laughs> I'm not ready. Because I would giggle. I would giggle <laughs> through the whole fucking thing. I'd be giggling through the whole thing. It's like, dude, this is fucking, fucking crazy, dude. I gotta, I'm kissing a dude and I'm grabbing his ass cheeks. I'd be laughing throughout the whole thing. I'd be fucking laughing. I'm not at that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not oh. like an actor's actor. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I have to somehow get into that role and not laugh that there's a fucking dick next to me. Yes. You know, I'm like, yeah, you, <laughs> you would have to completely think of, you'd have to imagine it. Cause I don't friend. think like a schlong being on me would like disgust me per se, but it would make me laugh. You'd be like, so. Heart. There is a penis. There's somebody else's penis on yeah, me right now. Yeah, somebody's putting their snail trail on my thigh, dude. <laughs> snail trail. Son of a bitch. You did not just. <laughs> it's a, I call it the snail trail where they just drag that dick right across you. Yeah, the guy just just drag his dick across your forehead and then all the way put his snail trail all the way down to the pussy. 
It's like, don't do the snail trail thing, baby. I'm not ready for it yet. David, how many times have you snail trailed your girlfriend? Absolutely not, dude. She won't let me. Oh, oh, I'll try and doctor. I'll be like, I'll, look. I was like, let me snail trail you. What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> I'm forehand and just fucking. And then you stop at the belly button. You circle that around. <laughs> and you go right there. You do a little boop. Yeah, and, and boop. And then continue on down. That's right, because you have to put it into the charging port. So you got to put it in the belly see, button. See, this is why he should have been the fucking werewolf. I sex, told you, dude. Sex. David Easy, is sex. Easy, dude. Have you seen a fat werewolf? They're just as scary. <laughs> if not, they're scarier. Yeah, who's not scared of a fucking grizzly bear, huh? Think about that shit, dude. Ooh, if they turned into a grizzly bear, it would have made so much more sense, dude. I'm just over there eating honey out of a pot. <laughs> I swear I love you, Jennifer. Dude, I would have fucking loved that shit. I swear I love you. I love you. I love you more than this fucking pot of honey. I swear to God. Oh my God, this is so good. I don't love that. And scene. And scene. You're Thank hired. You. Where did you get that fucking pot of honey, sir? <laughs> this is not for Winnie the Pooh. Wait, uh, you guys don't just have pots of honey you sitting fucking, up Do you guys not see okay. bears ever? So should I put this away, or do you guys? Want did me you to see bring the Christopher set? Robin movie? No, dude, it makes me cry like a motherfucker, dude. Well, which one? Because I feel like they came out with two. There was two of them. So there's one that's more realistic that doesn't yes. have the CG. 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 They don't have the CG, but I had this one has the one that I saw is called Christopher Robin, and it has the CG Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore, and yes. Piglet. And it looks very. It looks like stuffed animals. Suck fucking good. Oh dude. my god, I know. I when I saw that it was coming out because it's about because they have the one where it's how he became, and then this is when he like. So the one's real life, and the other one's not. I can't remember what the other one is. The other one is the actual story about the author, I believe. That's yeah. okay. So okay, it's like okay. like during a time like World War II or some shit like that. Right. So that the the real story is kind of loosely based off that, but it has the whole the CG fake characters okay. and everything. But man, I'll tell you this though. That shit made me cry like a motherfucker, really? dude. I've been mad sensitive lately, dude. I think I'm lactating. Honestly, <laughs> you might be PMS. Dude, I'm telling you. Like, do I've you been... want me to pick up some some tampons and Snickers? Let's, let's do it, okay. dude. Plug up my butthole and feed me. <laughs> Like, I've been, been yo. Know, I'm telling you, man. Like that Christopher Robin movie. The reason why I like it so much, and I said this shit on JK News, and people might be sick of it, but fuck you. This is my podcast. <laughs> watch that. It's on Netflix. So oh, is it now? It's on Netflix. Okay, okay. Now. I'll watch it tonight then. So it's just it really goes back to something that I feel like as an adult you struggle with a lot, which is um, people tell you that you have to grow up, so you have to be a certain way, mm-hmm. and that's what that film really highlights. Is so you kind of like forego what makes you happy because you feel like you have to be an adult, right? And that shit is stuff that I struggle with my yeah, whole life. Yeah. You know, so when I reached a certain age, like you shouldn't talk that way anymore. And I just because I'm an asshole, I'm like the more you say that, the more I'm going to be the way I am. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. Like don't curse. I'm going to curse so fucking much. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Just Fuck. because you said that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but that, I, I love that. And it just fucking made me ball up, dude. And there's so many, like, people don't even know Winnie the Pooh has life lessons like a motherfucker. Oh, dude. are you kidding me? You He's, could still watch old school Winnie the Pooh episodes and there's still life lessons happening. There's so much wisdom. There's so many one li- Dude, there's this one liner like where I just wanted to go into the scene and sl- bitch slap Christopher Robin <laughs> so hard. He goes like, Pooh, I haven't thought about you in 30 years. And then Pooh goes, oh, I've thought about you every day. <laughs> oh, no, dude. I better get emotional, dude. My eyes are getting teary, dude. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, oh 
I'm telling you, man, that shit gets me, dude. I'm like, the oh first thing I wanted to go God. into the screen and I wanted to cock back my middle finger all the way back and shove it in his face. You fucker, you oh forgot. Oh my your God, he did not say I yeah. thought about you every day. He thought about him every day. Okay, that's going to make me cry. Because yeah, I'm going to be messed up. Winnie the Pooh was so genuine about his yeah. love and he was just waiting for Christopher Robin to come back and he hadn't seen him in 30 years. 30 years. Okay, I'm going to watch it tonight. Bitch-ass motherfucker. And you I will don't... text you the second I finish it. You should. I'll try if my phone's not fucking broken from water damage <laughs> as I'm sobbing onto it. All the stuff is subtle, and I feel like it made me cry a lot just because I related it to, yeah. related to it so much. Well, and also, like, we grew up with it. So, Oh, dude. that's I didn't even know Winnie the Pooh was Disney. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. Because yeah. I'm not a huge Disney fan unless it's, like, 2D shit. So, like, Aladdin, yeah. Lion King, right, shit right, like right. that. But Winnie the Pooh is like my favorite thing. Like oh, I, yeah. as an adult, I still fuck with Winnie the Pooh heavy. Winnie the Pooh is my five a.m. cartoon when I was like getting ready to go to school in the morning. I'm telling and stuff. you, dude, it was my thing. Eeyore, you know, Eeyore. Christopher Robin. I fucking love oh, it, dude. And little piglet, you little yeah, scared little bitch. Pig- <laughs> and Tigger. Don't yeah. Okay. T- <laughs> 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 I love that guy. Dude. Oh, I need to. Have you seen? Um, have you seen A Star Is Born? Stars Born? No, I didn't. With Bradley Coopers? Yep. Bradley Coopers and Lady Gaga's? Yep. I heard that shit is fucking dope. Oh my God. Let me tell you, okay? I'm friends with people who consider themselves to be like movie buffs. And when I told them about A Star is Born, you know, you hear Bradley Cooper, you've never really seen him in a genuinely serious role. Yeah. Maybe one or two. But for the most part, you think of Hangover. Mm -hmm. And so... Then you hear Lady Gaga and you're like, okay, what's actually going on here? It's also the third remake of a classic Hollywood film. Or yeah. Third or fourth or something. It's it's a lot. I went into it with no – I actually didn't want to see the movie because everybody was talking about it. It made me not want to see it. I was like, come on. Oh, like, yeah, you've yeah. All I know fucking, what you mean. Every, oh, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's probably not that good. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> – like five minutes in, I was like hooked. And then – that movie is emotional. Really? Yes. It is like, I continued to cry when I left. Like I was in my car, I put on the soundtrack and I continued, me and my best friend just sat in the car for like five minutes and cried. It is so emotional, but it is so good. Is it like when you watch like America's Got Talent and they have like a blind Chinese kid and then he starts singing like Whitney Houston really? (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh my God, that's so, it's so real. It's like one of those situations. <laughs> yes. And that show does that shit to you on purpose. Oh, but they, oh, 1,000. They're like, anybody here who has had any traumatic experiences but is also very talented, please come to, to the front Exactly. Now. <laughs> they just looked at this little we kid. We are going to highlight the the sad moments yeah. of your life and, you know, make, a, make you famous. Yeah, they just literally find like the most sad people that yes. have the the highest level of talent mm-hmm. on earth and then right when they do it, it it's like the most beautiful thing you've ever fucking seen dude <laughs> little wang tao from fucking guangzhou <laughs> china right has three fingers no butt <laughs> three fingers no butt one eye half a earlobe and six teeth <laughs> and little wang tao comes up he goes hello everybody <laughs> i want to sing for everybody <laughs> and then simon cowell's over there like mm. Well, go ahead. Let's hear go what you've got. I, Let's hear what go you ahead. fucking got, you fucking slant-eyed bitch. No, no, I think I think Simon Cowell said that shit. And all of a sudden, dude, just seems like some emotional soul song shit. And I am telling you. And then all of a sudden, the whole crowd goes. And then Simon does his one, his little yep. eyebrow raise. That's all he does. He does nothing but 
Mm-hmm. And then Nicole and- Scherzinger is fucking crying. <laughs> yeah. She's crying so much. <laughs> and then she's hitting Simon for being an asshole. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Every time, dude. Every and then Simon is the first person to speak. He goes, that was amazing. <laughs> he goes, no, he usually will pause and they'll all look at him. And then he goes, I've got to say. <laughs> I've got to say. You're going to Hollywood and yeah. everyone and then the music comes on. <laughs> dude, they always get me on that shit, dude. I remember, dude, I, I do definitely tear up when I see like an amazing talent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, and also, you know, the part that makes me cry, though, is not the talent. It's it's all of it. It's like the ambiance of the audience the reacting. music they add. Yeah, it's all of it. And that's the part that makes me cry. Because I'm like, I imagine what it must feel like for them to go on the stage, scared shitless, and just have everyone just think you're just yeah. incredible. And you're like, oh, my God, my life is changing. That's the part that always makes me cry. But there's also... The other side where there's people who have that same story, but they're completely not talented and they just use it for laughs. Yes. And I also love that very, yes, very yes, much. Yes, and, yes. you know, I used to think that and I'm pretty sure it's staged to the point where they find these human beings, but these human beings actually do exist. So when I was out in Buffalo, New York, this is a fucking true story, by the way. I was out in Buffalo, New York, and I was supposed to judge a talent show contest. Right. Okay. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I like this. You know, there's some talented Asian kids out there. So I'd love to do this shit. So Buffalo, New York, cold as fuck. We're there, and they're doing a talent show. There's this kid, Chinese kid, thick accent, and he did a great performance. Like, the guy was a stand-up comic, fucking made me laugh. So yeah. this fool did this set where he had a guitar, and he sang uh, Lady Gaga's, ooh, la, 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 lady, but he had a thick Chinese accent, so it came as, ooh, la, 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 Lady Gaga. <laughs> Tears laughing. I'm like hitting everybody next to me like, yo, this guy's fucking funny. Yeah. So we go back and then we're tallying up the points. I get this full like tens all across the yeah. board. And everybody else looks at me and they go, you're giving him tens? I'm like, dude, that guy was fucking hilarious. Yeah. He goes, David, he was serious. Oh, no. I was in the front row laughing and pointing at him going, ah, ah, like literally dying, no. grabbing everybody. But he was fucking serious and i was giving him te- i laughed directly into the windows of his soul David. i have never been so mortified in my oh life my he's like singing his heart out oh my god and I'm crying laughing oh my god no part of you for a moment thought he was serious i didn't think he was serious at all Ooh, ra 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 ready ga 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 how i was like dude this guy's a meme he's fucking funny oh my god one of the worst things i've ever done but i i say this to also to mention how how fucking delusional he is he came up to me after the show oh right fuck. and he goes hey man i just wanted to let you know that i'm also a singer i heard you're a singer and you're just as good as me so maybe we could get on a track oh. together i wanted to choke him out dude oh i was like god. how fucking dare, dare you, you. <laughs> You're hilarious, but don't you ever say that shit to me again. But that's how, like, some people just live in their own I was going to ask what happened after. No, he doesn't. He does. He's not phased. And also, like, no part of him even seemed to be phased at the fact that you were laughing. And I'm not even lying to you. He, I started talking to him, you know, because, you know, they want to have conversations yeah. because they, they, they see the route that I went, uh, not the traditional college route. They want to do it, too. He goes, he goes, to be honest with you, in the next year, I'm going to quit college. I'm going to quit everything. I'm like, don't do that. Please. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> 
stay. I'm doing it because of you. You're like, no, 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 you're not. You keep that degree. All right. (laughs) You're an engineer. You're an engineer. Don't you fucking dare, because you're going to end up poor, <laughs> sucking some dick. I did all because of David So. You're like, uh, no, 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 uh-uh. You could, actually, you could actually see him on Santa Monica Boulevard right now, <laughs> oh, singing the same song. Ooh, rah, 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 David So told me to quit my job. Like, one of the worst things I've ever witnessed oh, in my, my fucking God. life, dude. But I'm pretty sure even for you, like, there, uh, like a lot of people probably ask you for advice, like, in DMs, aside from the guys trying to fuck you and shit. <laughs> What do you mean by that? What? Guys trying to slide into my DMs and be super creepy and send me unsolicited news? That doesn't happen news? to you at what? all? Never. It happens to me sometimes, so I'm pretty sure it happens to you. <laughs> nah. Oh, yes. Yes. Please dude, How stop. do you even fucking deal with that shit, dude? Like, it's like, you know why? Because here's the thing. I read these comments, right? And what I want to say to these dudes are, what the fuck do you think was going to happen? <laughs> I... Oh what my the f- God. like when you see this, yo, what's up, beautiful? Yo, let me tell you something. I'm the one that could treat you right. <laughs> yes. holla, holla back at me. One love. Hashtag <laughs> big love. dick energy. <laughs> let me tell you something, you fucking fuzzy haired fuck. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about you. And what the fuck did you think was gonna happen Honestly, at the end of that? Yes. You know? I so I have so many different ways that I've approached this throughout my instagram mm-hmm. career <laughs> fuck it is a career to be uh, honest it is with a you career. it's but y- y'all don't fucking know instagram yeah uh so it depends on how i'm feeling that day mm. because sometimes i mean I, i've gotten all types of different dms i've got the guy who's just like i want to take you to you know my my high school dance and i'm like uh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um really <laughs> I don't even like going to like I didn't even like going to my dance. I was like, I have would you be the, seen my Insta stories? Have you seen me dance? <laughs> have you exactly? Have you seen the way I dance? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really don't want me at your dances. Um, so you've got those who are just like, oh, okay, that's sweet. sweet. But then you've got the guy who's like, you want this dick girl, and it's like a nude, and then another nude of him from a different angle and then like a new nude that maybe he took a few hours ago and the other ones are like i don't even know there's all different types but when guys specifically ask me for nudes and they're like show me like you know show me your tits or whatever i just literally will either send them a really ugly picture that i find on google and like (laughs) (laughs) like because because the thing is the way that instagram works now is i have to have my own form of trolling so now Instagram will say, you know, maybe sensitive content. So they'll blur out the picture. So to yeah. them, they're like, oh, my God, she responded. She sent me a picture. And then they either see, like, me flipping them off or they see, like, my dog's wiener or, like, Tight. whatever, you Tight. know. And then it either – they never get mad. They'll either say, like, oh, my God, I didn't think you were going to respond. I'm so sorry for saying that to you. Fucking or dweeb, they go, dude. like, ha, 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 it's so funny. And – you fucking dweeb, uh, yeah, dude. Like, it, it what the all fuck, sucks. man? Like, it's so odd. Have you ever gotten a DM from a really cute guy that where you're like, oh, shit? Oh, my God. Duh. <laughs> you're like, wait, hold on a second. I know the other one's a creep. You are, too. But at least <laughs> but you're cute. What's honestly, up? Honestly, they're never, though. It's always the guy where you're like, you had no business mm. sending this DM. You had no business sending me DM saying, like, you know, I can treat you right. Like, I'm the reason there hasn't been a man in your life. I'm like, you need to relax. Okay? Like, if you're saying that, definitely you're not you're, the reason why that's happening. You're not the reason, my you're friend. Fucking, <laughs> like, you fucking dweeb, And dude. there's nothing that pisses me off more because I am, like, I wouldn't say I'm, like, a hardcore feminist, but I definitely am, like, it's fucking 2019, woman yeah. rock. Like, 
you know, let's all empower each other. And so when a guy comes in and they're like, you know, you need a man, did it? I'm like, I actually don't need a man at all. So please just shut Shut the fuck up. Do you know what I fucking do? All right. (laughs) I will fucking fuck. I swear to God, I will deadlift your dick to another universe. I will snap that shit. I will deadlift I will your dick to fucking get anymore. this shit. I'll fucking tighten my glutes at the top and I'll squeeze and I'll bend that bar. Bend that bar and fucking drop <laughs> it. Dude, and fucking all that blood will come out. I'll fucking send that shit to Orbit. Get the fuck out of here. Can I just, anytime I get creepy DMs, I'm just going to send them to you and you have to come up with a dude, really Dude, I will fucking response. roast oh, them, dude. Oh, no doubt. I was like, let me tell you something, you fucking foreskin-faced bitch. I will slice you up, dude. If you ever even come oh near me, God. I will slice you to a fucking oblivion, that dude. That is good. You foreskin <laughs> I will fucking... I wish I was a bad bitch, dude. If I was a bad bitch, first of all, I'd probably be a hoe. But second of all, I'd be a selective hoe. And third of all, Pro- dude, when I reject somebody, I will crush their There's, fucking yes, spirit, dude. Yes. I will make sure you regret you were ever born. The best DM I ever got was from like, no joke. Okay, this person basically goes like, um, hey, baby girl, like, I love following you on Instagram. You're so bad, da, 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 da. I fucking click on this person's profile. He's 11. Oh! <laughs> he is my. 11, and he's posing, and it was so cute. I couldn't even be mad because it was just, like, him in the mirror, like, <laughs> just, oh like, some little kid God. who probably grew up in the suburbs, like, in his like, nice little house, and he's, like, I would, probably 10, honestly, I would take so that. young. I would find his last name, find him on Facebook, because he definitely has a Facebook oh, for, for sure, sure, and I would send it to his parents. I oh that's a good idea, but I, I I could never find my friend, it. Now. My my friend Gina does that, so she finds like these little kids that fucking first of all like demean women. Oh, they say okay. whatever they they're twelve thirteen years old. Yeah. They send it to their parents, and their fucking parents whoop their oh, fucking my ass because they they don't they, these parents don't know how these kids talk to yep. women. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like first of all, number one, like I'm really close to my mom. Like I I talk to my mom like almost every day. Yeah, so I I grew up with that really tight relationship. So you know a lot of the stuff that I feel like. Even when I was younger, when, when you know, a lot of the guy friends were like, yo, yo I was fucking that. I always felt a little weird yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and this is like during a time when I'm super young. I, w- I just want to be a part of the group. So, you know, I would be involved with that type of shit. Sure. I'm not saying that when I'm in, in Miami and I see a fat ass, I'm like, God <laughs> damn! You know, like, I'm, of course, I'm still a dude. Yeah. But, right, you know, right, would right. I ever say that to a woman? Like, absolutely not, right? Right, right, right. Just in my mind, I'm like, look at those things. <laughs> They're just bouncing around. They're just there. Am I not supposed to look at it? What am I supposed to do? But I cover my face, but I open my fingers <laughs> just a little bit. I'm like, oh my God, dude, look at those legs. Because they say shit like this, like, you don't know what I'd do with that. Exactly. You wouldn't know what yeah, to do with this. Right. I would snap your dick in half. <laughs> I would break it. I would kegel your I, dick I say to messed nothing. up things where, like, if it were up to me, like, I would literally chop off their wiener and then, like, peel off the skin and then cut it into little sausage pieces and feed it to them. Yeah, you you good without me. Yeah. <laughs> you, good, you, 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 you good without you me. You think so? I think you're good think without good? me. Okay. It's like the weirdest thing. That I, maybe, like, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll deep fry it. Maybe and throw some ice cream on top of it. Yeah, why the fuck not? I'm getting hungry. Yeah. What the fuck? Why don't you just sick, sick of that? Dude, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, these kids are kind of weird. But I, it's not even just this generation. The guys have been doing it for a minute. Yeah. You know, for a long oh, fucking yeah, time. Yeah, and they're yeah. just emulating, like, some of these scumbags that they see, like, online and shit. Right. And these dudes, too, they they had, like, this weird habit of telling people, yo, I smashed this chick, yo, this <sighs> girl, that girl. And it's like, yo, bro, first of all, I'm your friend. And I know you got rejected 38 times before <laughs> you found the one drunk, ugly bitch that would fuck you. Oh, my God. Right? Truth. 
Yes. So it's not like you're this fucking suave dude that's just fucking taking down girls. You're that fucking creep that got rejected X amount of times. And then finally, somebody was dumb enough to say yes. Right. So don't and you know, but that's not how they tell their stories no 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 they make it seem like they are rico suave and they just finesse their way because they're so charming and whatever i whatever yeah yeah yeah. 1000 percent. it's very cringy and i have done my best to i knew so many guys like that like yeah. especially when i lived back in the bay um and now i just like make it a point to avoid anybody like the play because you can sense it right away like mm-hmm. based off the way that they which is so unfortunate that I'm saying that because then somebody might say the same thing about me. But you can tell by the posts that they put on Instagram or. <laughs> They're like, how fucking dare you, Jasmine? <laughs> With your fucking ass pictures. With your fucking fast, fat ass pictures. Fast, fat Fast pictures. <laughs> I can't even say because it they're so fat. <laughs> fat is the fast. Dude, there, there are times too, like, because I follow my friends a lot. You know, I don't follow a lot of like women. I think I feel like because. It's so abundant on Instagram. You kind of get desensitized to everything, oh, right? Oh, totally, yeah. And so, like, it's just like, I, I, I get it. Like, I'm not saying, number one, like, when I see your pictures, I'm like, that's a nice ass. <laughs> of course. Like, I'm so, like of course. It's, she, has a, she has a very nice derriere. Oh, thank you. And I'm going to appreciate because I'm an ass man. But then it gets to that point, too, where, like, people are like, well, have you seen this girl, this girl? I'm like, not really. I don't really know her. Right. Like, at this point, And if you haven't lived in L.A., there's a lot of oh – it's just an gosh. abundance at this point. Yes. So you do really do get desensitized to yep. it after a while. But sometimes, like, I'll flip through my friends. Like, well, why are you following – is Mary okay with you following this girl? I was like, she's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's innocent. Like, I, I know her. Like, like I, I know her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. this fucking photo that I wanted to recreate so bad when I was in Hawaii, but I didn't do it. It was like you on the beach and your ass out. I, I know like, which one you're talking about because you told me you were going to. I, I would was have so excited. That Please, at some point in your life, recreate one of my pictures. I, I kind of want to gain 80 pounds again just so I could do Because it's funnier when I'm bigger, dude. <laughs> it is. It you know is. what I mean? Because like if I because if I get buff and I do it, then it's just like, oh, what are you trying to show off your muscles? But just <laughs> right. being like the fatter guy doing it, it made me laugh so oh hard. Oh my God. When you would put... Po- Okay, there were so many times that I would be in a public location scrolling through my phone and a picture of you on the wall with your ass crack out would show up and I'd be like, fuck. Dude, like, people are how like... Do you explain? Because I would zoom in and, and like zoom into your ass crack. That's really smooth. You definitely <laughs> edited this photo. Like that. Wow, dude, looks really good. People would write comments like, dude, I was with my family. I just write back, you took the fucking risk when you hit that follow button. Yeah. All right? That's, that's the risk you Literally, took. Literally... I but for me it was so funny because I was like smiling while zooming in and then realizing like oh fuck I'm at a grocery store <laughs> like uh people are so funny too because every time I do that I lose like a thousand guys do followers, you really but then I'll gain like two thousand oh yeah so it's like you fucking like homophobic motherfuckers like it's what's so, gonna people what's are gonna happen? so weird on social media I didn't realize that like people actually were touchy about that stuff until I think I'd posted I'd post about Thanksgiving. And how I don't like I don't really celebrate or acknowledge it because yeah. it's a pretty fucking terrible day. Don't get me wrong. I'll eat the food like I'm not like against it, but I don't post like I'm so thankful for my family. I just don't. Yeah. And I posted about why and so many people were so offended. They were just like, why would you turn it into this and that? I'm like, well, literally like people got slaughtered that day. So, yeah. you know, but people were so offended and people started unfollowing me and then I like had posted about politics once I had posted about gay rights once and people you really see like just how much that can offend or affect people and it's so interesting because to me regardless I'm always like okay that's your opinion 
of anything, you know, I may not agree with it and you might be a fucking terrible person for it, but I'm not going to like destroy your character. But you don't like Thanksgiving, Jasmine? (laughs) Bitch, you ain't never been to my Thanksgiving, girl. Okay. I cook. I cook like a motherfucker. Well, I don't really... Say, I'm Korean. I wasn't born here. I'm Korean. So. I'll eat the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go and tell, I'll eat. Let me tell you something, bitch. That means you like Thanksgiving, all right? <laughs> if you eating a motherfucking turkey, that means you like Thanksgiving. You celebrating that shit. I don't shit. eat the turkey. Huh? You I ain't have my turkey, though. My turkey's fucking like, good. I only my fucking like turkey's mashed good. potatoes and gravy and stuffing, okay? And that's how it gets all to the booty, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You haven't had my Harvest turkey, baby. though. My fucking turkey's hella good. How, why? What huh? makes your, I genuinely think turkey don't is just Don't you fucking dry. roll your Mexican eyes at me. Do you understand <laughs> I'm me? I'm Puerto Rican, damn it. I don't give a fuck what you are, all right? You fucking Puerto Rican bitch. You understand me? What, what's, what's, some Puerto Rican, what's your turkey like, David? <laughs> what's some Puerto Rican food right now? Uh, 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 platanos. Platanos, fucking ropa vieja. I don't give a fuck, all right? <laughs> fuck all that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit, dude. Anyways, my turkey, I actually spatchcock it and then I dissemble it. What does that even mean? Spatchcock? Well, I, I, either Are you I, a chef? What the fuck? I cook all the time. I'm telling you, spatchcock? son. Spatchcock? So, so spatchcock is where you flat, flatten it out. So, okay. what, so I either spatchcock cook it, right? And then I dry brine it versus doing a wet brine. And then, so when you spatchcock it, it actually browns the whole thing completely evenly because you spread the whole turkey out, right? And it allows it to cook even oh. better. Or I dismember everything and then I, and then oh, I, I know, my bad. Jesus Christ. Sorry, vegans, I'm so sorry, but that's what it is. I dismember. It, yeah, so I slaughter it. <laughs> I, I murder it. I murder that bitch. Oh my God. And so <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll sous vide them in a water bath, right? Okay. And so I cook it to the right temperature, and then at the end, I fucking deep fry that shit so it's golden and crispy. So it's more like pork-like. Okay, that's different. It's fucking good. That's different. My turkey's fucking good, I've just dude. only ever had roasted turkey, and it's just always been dry nah, and bitch. not flavorful. My shit's fucking dope. Son. Yeah, I mean, if you're deep frying it, dude... Dude, my I'm shit's, sure that shit's dank as fuck. It's hella good, dude. Like I, I'm not an amazing cook, but then I do cook certain things that I enjoy, and those things I do really well. So okay. I say like amazing cook is somebody who can make anything out of everything. Yes. So me, I'm more like I know the specific thing that I've worked so many times over that I know it's going to be good. Can I ask you a question then? Yeah. You know, chef to chef. <laughs> I just started <laughs> using my crock pot. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying I've made three recipes in my crock pot so far, and I'm fucking killing it. Uh, as an amateur, um, what would you, cause, okay. So I, you just kind of answered my question. Cause I've been curious when someone says like, oh, they're a terrible cook, da, da, da. It's like, okay, are they a terrible cook because they don't know how to follow directions from a recipe or is, are they a terrible cook because they don't know how to throw things together in a pot and make something People out of People usually qualify themselves as a bad cook because you could follow instructions, but there's a, just a lot of variables to it, right? Okay. And so cooking becomes very daunting because you don't understand the foundations and the basics of what cooking is. Cooking is alchemy. You take a product and you create something to something else. It's fucking magic. It's sorcery to me, right? right. And so the best way to start how to be a, a really good cook, to be honest with you, is number one, you have to eat good food and then you have to learn how to try to cook it. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's as basic as it gets. I know it sounds really simple, but people get stuck because they go, okay, so we want you to heat the skill to medium high. They go, what the fuck is medium high? Right. Oh, you know? okay. That so, makes so sense. So they get stuck. See, season it to taste. What the fuck does that mean? Right. So they get stuck on these terms, right? Okay. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. And Or they say dice something and they go, what's dicing? Or, How big is a dice? 
when I mince it, how much do I mince it? Oh Am I supposed to, it's supposed to be this big? How much is a table, tablespoon? Like, so people get stuck on these small things. Yes. And so what, what you kind of forget too is that number one, you're going to eat it. You're going to shit it out. If you like the way it tastes, then it's good for you. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's, that's how most things start. Some people just don't have a palate for great food that a lot of people can enjoy. Right. And that's just either it hasn't been developed or you just don't have a talent for it. And that's okay. But if you understand basics, like basics, basic knife cutting, basic terminology, and understand that most ingredients are the same to make some type of dish, mm-hmm. you'll be pretty much okay. Yeah. See, because <clears throat> I'm 24 now, and I'm just, I'm telling you, like this week I'm getting into cooking. I, I don't know where this newfound passion came from, but I've hated cooking for as long as I could remember. Like it's just not something I want to really? do. If it was like HelloFresh or like those things where they're already portioned out great. for you. Oh my God, it's yeah. great. And and I think that that kind of ignited it where I was like, oh, I kind of get this because the directions are right there. Everything's portioned out. It's a very good introduction. Again, not sponsored. But those types of companies are good introductions for that. But then I just like I started going I started using a crock pot and I'm starting to see a dietitian. Oh, crock pot's so a great way to start. Oh my god! So that's what I've been doing. So the last few days I made like yesterday I made teriyaki chicken and I was so shocked that it actually came out good. And so now I'm just like on this high of cooking. But see, you could do teriyaki chicken just with the basic stuff. And the reason why I like crock pots, but sometimes I don't like it because people use a tool as a crutch. So mm. you're not. You're, you're cooking, but you're not really learning how to cook. True. So if you start with the foundation and you start understanding ingredients, then you start becoming like this this scientist. You get to try your own stuff out, right? Yeah. So start with like like basic stuff, like like how to cook a steak. That's something very basic. How to cook an egg properly. You start with those techniques. Okay. It teaches you how to manage heat well. It teaches you um, how to season things properly. Right. Because if even pe- people people say this all the times, like all the times. <laughs> Motherfucker. People say this all the time. So people say this all the time. If you if if you know how to cook an egg properly any type of way, then you're a pretty good chef. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you can scramble an egg properly, if you can do it over easy, over medium, hard-boiled egg, however many ways. Yeah, I can only scramble and do hard-boiled. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. People can't even scramble eggs really well. Really? Yeah. It's like people don't know how to do that. I'm very good at scrambling eggs. Well, that's what I'm saying. Not, not I a lot. Of- when I was in, where is it called? I went to some place to go see the snow. Mammoth? Mammoth. And I there was like a bunch of us. I was the head of scrambled eggs. They That's, wanted me. That to, is fucking amazing. I'm not saying that I'm the best, but... Use butter oil. I am the best. Uh, what did I have? I mean, I would have preferred to use butter, but I'm pretty sure I used oil. Oh, so you yeah. didn't have the butter this one thing. I didn't have butter. Well, you fucked up then. And you can always add milk to make them more fluffy. You don't need milk though, bitch. You don't need it, but it'll make them more fluffy. No, it won't. It won't? Not really. There's really? All you got to really do is is temperature control that shit. So a lot of a lot of times when people scramble eggs, they they do it at too high of a heat. And so it becomes oh. really hard and rubbery, which people are used to that stuff. It's kind of like that. That's like Denny's and It's like farmer style, yeah. right? But if you if you put like a knob of butter, put some a knob of butter before the pan too and in during and then you salt towards the end, but you a do it at a low heat. A whole thing of butter? Just a knob, like like a oh, tablespoon. I th- when you said I, when you said knob, I for some reason imagined so, a whole stick of butter. So just take a whole stick of butter. <laughs> Do half in. at the beginning and then half at the end. That's right. Right in the beginning, drink it. <laughs> it's like David. Yeah, drink it and see what happens. Right. If now, you don't pass out from an excess amount of fat, then, then puke it up, put it back into the. There you go, and then you make pan- pancakes with that pancakes. <laughs> yeah, pancakes. I said pancakes. <laughs> What is going on? You are fucking up my English right now, you Puerto Rican bitch. It's because I stutter a lot and my stutter pushes on to other people. Oh. No, I'm serious. I, I think that's what it is. I know. I know you're Puerto Rican. Yeah. I just heard Garcia. <laughs> and I was like, that's Mexican if I've ever heard of it. Yeah. I'm Puerto Rican, Salvadorian, and Italian. 
Damn, bitch, you just like all okay. My bad. You were just all the sexy fucking <laughs> cultures. She just claimed and Peruvian and Cuban and you're straight in Miami. Are you sure you're not from there? I know I should be in Miami, but I'm not. I feel like every time I hear girls like Peruvian, Colombian, all, all I think Caribbean. I'm just like, damn, this bitch is gonna be hot as fuck. <laughs> That's all I think about. I'm like, god damn, <laughs> I just think of Miami and shit, dude. I know. I haven't actually spent like a sufficient amount of time in Miami to see all of the beautiful women. But everybody, anytime I talk to people, they're just like, oh my God, all the women in Miami are perfect. They're beautiful. It's because it's a huge tourist place. Right. And it's not only are the women really beautiful, the dudes are buff as fuck. I know. They just roided out. Yeah. The women are too though. A lot of them are getting roided out too. I I look like a blobfish there. (laughs) Like I I don't feel self-conscious about the way I look ever. Yeah. Miami, I fucking do. Really? I walk, all these dudes are just like, yeah, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up, my dude? I'm like, why is everybody buff? What's going on? Why is that pregnant woman buff? Why is that child buff? Everybody's buff. Everybody's yeah. just like shooting up roids and shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is right going on? before having their breakfast, they're like, yeah. all right, server, yeah, just in a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel the roids. Yeah, they, they're, people are... I guess because it's it's known for that type of vibe, people yes. like either work out a lot before they get there, but they get their body tight oh, before yeah. they go there. And I'm out there looking like a geisha, dude. That is true. People are always like, I'm going to be in Miami in a few weeks. I got to get my body right. Got to yeah. get my body right. That's so true. It's hard being buff though, dude. Like I've, I've, I've lost this amount of weight, but I know what it takes to be buff and I don't think I want to do it. It's intense. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I keep finding out what they took. Like, yo, bro, like I was on the strict diet regimen. I had to make sure I got my fucking workouts on. I walked my fat off. <laughs> Is that what you did? I just walked. You know what? I always think about that because there was a guy in the neighborhood that I grew up in. I think his name was Corey. I don't remember, but he was overweight. And I think a summer passed, two summers passed and I hadn't seen him and he had lost like a hundred pounds. And I was like, dude, what? He's like, I just stopped driving. Like I would walk everywhere. Yep. So he was like, you know, and it was a small town. So you could walk to the mall. It might take an hour as opposed to a 10 minute drive, but he would choose to do that. He would walk everywhere. And he was like, yeah, I did that. And then I just stopped eating as much fast food. And here I am. There it is. And I was so intrigued. And I think about that all the time because it was amazing to me. People don't know, man. The power of walking is huge, especially when you're a bigger guy. Like I forgot where I read this, but the reason why I started walking, well, I got into this whole thing about David Goggins, but I, I calculated on average how many calories you burn uh, per height and weight when you walk. So if you're oh. a, so if you're above like 200 pounds or 185 pounds, like you burn about like 110 calories per mile that you walk. Wow. So it gets less and less Holy when you get crap. smaller, right? So right, I was you're carrying more weight on you. It's more it's more effort. Yeah. So I was like 270 pounds. So I was like burning like 150 calories per mile. So I was walking like four or five miles a day. Were so, you like actually going out and walking, or were you on a treadmill? No, like, I go out. I wow. go out. Open my mouth, catch flies, and then. <laughs> And I'm just out there. Meal. <laughs> Talk. I just don't. Yo, I think people just thought I was lost. <laughs> like, I just outside just catching flies. <laughs> yo, oh, my God. People are like, dude, what do you, you do on the walk? I'm like, I don't know. I just open my mouth and I walk around. And I'm just a mouth breather in the whole neighborhood. And I'm just, oh, my God. And then I'm home. And that's it. So, like. Because, oh my god <laughs> during that time, yo i'm telling you man i'm just mouth breathing walking through the whole fucking neighborhood dude just, <laughs> just that fucking guy dude and the people wouldn't realize too oh my god i just slowly started becoming that creepy dude in the neighborhood that people didn't know but i was getting skinnier and skinnier you know they're like where's that fat guy i don't know this fucking newer skinnier guy is oh mouth breathing god. all over the neighborhood dude 
Oh my god, that is so good. <laughs> but I would legit do that shit because I think so much. I need a time not to think. Yeah. And so I would do that in my walks where I would just, I would literally <laughs> shut my fucking brain off. And catch flies. And then catch flies with my mouth open, dude. Just fuck that shit, dude. Oh my god. But four to five miles, that's a lot of walking. Yeah, and I, I needed it because I needed time for me to just be away from things. And this was during a time I was struggling with uh, what I wanted to be because mm. I just finished the film. And I gained weight for the film, by the way. And then, so I uh, I, I had to lose the weight, obviously for health reasons. I just really was out of shape, dude. Yeah. And uh, at a certain point, like, like I said this on my podcast before, I didn't even know I was fat. Like, nobody told me. I was Wait, walking. no part of you was like, oh, I might be a little overweight. I don't know if I was. I knew I was overweight. Yeah. I know I was fat. <laughs> but I was fat. <laughs> like, I was a fat, fat guy. You know what I mean? Like, a yeah. really fat guy. Like, I'm like the dude that you walk by as you're walking. You're like, he has poor, poor life choices. Now, I was that guy. But I would look at other fat people like, look at this fat fuck. Oh, you my. Know? So, you. Yeah, change your life. I'm like, but you're fatter than me. And I'm like, am I? You know? like, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so I didn't know, like, how large I was getting. Wow. But then, you know, when your knees start sounding like bubble wrap, just popping and shit. And then they Did all, it sound like that? Yo, my knees are fucked up right now, dude. Wow. Because I used to play a lot of basketball and all this sort of stuff. Gotcha. And then, you know, as a big guy, you play ball, your, your cartilage starts to wear out. Yep. And I didn't know about this stuff. But I, I tore my uh, I tore my meniscus. Ooh. I fractured both my ankles playing basketball. You know, I've actually had less injuries doing uh, Muay Thai and kickboxing than I did doing basketball. Wow. Yeah. So after a while, I just started to, you know, get that shit together. And then that kind of helped me organize my life as I was doing these walks mm-hmm. because it would teach me to break into a habit. So it's like, you can do this every day. If you can walk your fat ass a mile every day, that's all you need to do. Fuck yeah. losing the weight part. Just show, show yourself that you could do something consistently. Right. And so I, and during this time it was raining a lot. So it was like February. Oh my god! So I was like, if it rained, I was like, fuck it, boy. get up, get your ass up and fucking start walking. So I even just, though it'd be raining, I would just walk in the rain. And I, well, I remember one time I was walking in the rain and I wasn't checking my weight at all. And I was like, Oh shit! This was the second day. I, second day I walked in the rain, and I kind of like lightweight teared up a little bit because I was like, "Yo, man, you're fucking doing this, dude. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. You're still going to do this shit." And I just sat there and I was like, "Yo, man, I'm almost like lightweight, like patting myself on my fat back." Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, good job, David. Wow. Like, you're, you're doing this shit." Yeah. And the next thing you know, the first month, I think I lost like a pound or two. Yeah. And then I started changing my my eating habits a yeah. little bit. I researched like what foods were good for you, how you should eat. No no extreme dieting. Yep. And just portion controlling and eating healthy foods that are good for you. And next thing you know, next month, ten pounds. Then another twenty pounds. Then thirty That's pounds. Crazy. And the next thing you know, like I was like, oh shit, I'm getting thin. And I didn't know this until my girlfriend told me because at this time we weren't living together. So she would see me every week and I only see her on the weekends. And yeah. she's like, what is going on? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Right. Because yeah, your body starts to make changes pretty quickly. Yeah. And she, <laughs> this fucking bitch, she'll come up to me. She's like, I could put my arms around <laughs> you. And I'm like, yeah, say that louder. All right. Say that louder for everybody <laughs> to hear. She's like, look, my elbows touch. Aww. Yeah. That's so sweet, though. Yeah, so she was like super. And obviously, my support group was great. My girlfriend was always supporting me. Yeah. So she always, she never said anything about my weight. Like, she never said anything. She just started worrying about my health a lot. Aside from the fact that when I, you know, called somebody else fat and she was like, you're a fat guy. How dare you? And I was <laughs> you like, can't say that. And I was like, are you on your period or what? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was like, me? 
Me? Wait, what? My doctor said I'm an athlete. Athlete. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's like, shit. You know what I mean? I'm fucking fast. Wait, so how much weight did you lose total then? Uh, 63 pounds. That's amazing. Yeah. So I just checked my weight the other day. So. And how yes, long did that take? What was that? I say that I lost the first 50 pounds in the first uh, 10 months. And then wow. the rest of it has been really, really, really gradual now. Because oh, now it's yeah. getting hard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Once it's honestly the, the beginning is so easy because mm-hmm. your body is just like it's getting used to this act i mean it's not so easy i shouldn't say that but yeah. once you experience it now you're like oh fuck yeah it the was first so month like easy. your body acclimates and that's what i've been finding out from other people like the first month or two like it, it'll some people they'll lose gradual a lot of weight some people they won't lose anything at all but mm-hmm. for some reason my second month it just went boom and but then it, it all started because, falling off yeah and it was the lifestyle changes and also i think it was your body you gave your body time also to change because yeah. it was like it was getting used to it. It might have even started storing fat at the beginning because it was used to this new activity. The, our bodies are so weird and yeah. we never know what they're going to do. But it's so awesome that you've, you were able to do that in that time span because I feel there's also the people who yo-yo with it where like they will make the healthy changes. Not that you were doing any anything excessive at all, but even just something as simple as starting to walk and make dietary changes. I feel like people will still after four months be like, okay, I'm over it. You and, know? I, and I stopped just there's no race you know you exactly. just like if you're gonna do this for the rest of your life like yo it took you fucking whatever x amount of years to get fat it's gonna take you a while to lose that weight mm-hmm. too so just chill you yeah. know and it's not, stop expecting crazy results because my issue with like the fitness industry was that people kept on telling people that you could have things instantly and right now yep. and it, it used to piss me off so bad specifically fucking dudes that use roids i know oh who you fucking gosh, are dude. we all know who you are like i know you guys man and you guys are selling these fucking programs to these kids saying like yo do my two-month program and you're gonna look just like me yep. well, why don't you give them your fucking turinabal too yeah and then they, we'll see what'll yes. happen right yeah but you're not mentioning that shit and you're telling these kids that they could be just like you they can get these results and they don't and they get disappointed and they gain their weight back because they, they spend did a lot of money on those yes. programs too those programs can be like i've seen some as expensive as like five hundred dollars yeah. so that's, that's why i i really when i was doing kaizen I, I enjoyed kaizen because it didn't sell you like this fake it was numbers it goes exactly. if you do these your numbers will yep. increase yep. and things will happen this way it was very realistic and it was a way for you to monitor what you were doing everything is science-based with them and obviously like with bart mike and omar they're some of the most respected people yeah. in the fitness industry and so like i remember because i i had my own program with kaizen as well and so many girls, because I was like, I'm never going to launch anything like this because I could write like a basic bodybuilding program. That's problematic and controversial as well because I'm not, you know, I'm not certified yeah. in any way. But I, I have enough knowledge where I could write that confidently and know that these people are going to get a good workout. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like powerlifting and strength and all of that and also like getting I mean, just all of it, I have no idea. But when people bought the program that I had launched with them. This was like two years ago. So many girls, we created a group for them and they were just like, oh my God, I've never had my body like experience these changes before. I'm getting so strong. My form is amazing. I feel great. And I was just like- Those are things that you could see. Those are the stuff that you could see immediately. Exactly. Right. right. You may not see it in those numbers per se because you keep reaching for the specific number, but you could see strength improvement. You yep. could see you hit stronger weights, mm-hmm. you know, and everything else starts to come along with it. Exactly. If you want to get stronger, you do have to make adjustments in your lifestyle. Yep. If you want to have better endurance, you have to make those other adjustments. And so that's what I liked about that. But there's some other people where I just see it and they're just so adamant about like, you know, be like me, buy this product, buy this thing, and it'll help you be like me. Like I don't have any problems with like product placement like because they all yeah, make sense of course. like protein stuff like that they're, they're all great right you know i'm not talking about that i'm talking about specific dudes that sell specific programs 
promising something that they can't that have. That is just unattainable. Yeah. Oh, and it's so prevalent in the in the um, fitness fe- uh, yeah. female community too with butts. Like build a booty in four weeks. No, that does not take four weeks. If you look at any girl's glute transformation, whatever, that is always like years in the making. Yeah. And people, oh my God, I don't even know. People will post pictures of like their butts and it's like a side by side and it's a testimonial but their underwear is hiked up higher or like they're shutting, you know, and it's so clearly that, but when you don't know any better and like I know because I've been in this world for a long time, but all these other girls who have no idea about fitness see that and they're like, oh my God, okay, that's going to be me too. And then thus it all, the cycle continues and it, it just, it sucks. I had to show my girlfriend this, this, this pose where a lot of people do it, right? It's where they, where they twist their body this way and it it elongates their, their waistline. It makes it look Uh really slim. And so she was like showing me these pictures, like, look at these girls, they got this. I was like, hold on a second. I was like, I'm going to show you something. I said, take a picture of me right now. She yeah. took a picture and I twisted. I turned my body this way. She goes, oh my God. I was like, yep. that's exactly what they're doing. That's like, all it is. <laughs> you know, and she didn't know. Yeah. So all she does is see these people get these results and she yep. goes, I'm working hard. How come I don't have this? I was like, stop. Don't do that. Yeah. You know, don't do, I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at you for it, but like they're trying to sell you on something that's not real. Exactly. You know, like I, I like looking at stuff like that. It's very motivational, but just take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. That's all that it is. Yep. You know. That's 1,000% the truth. We're a fucking hour and 34 minutes in, oh, bitch. I've been snap. talking to you forever. We killed it. I didn't even know. Did we do a good job? We did a fucking great that job. That was so fun. Dude, we should have you on more. Okay, we fine. Just- <laughs> I'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get Riley on this shit too, dude. Oh my god, Riley would shit himself. That's the cool thing about this my podcast. Like, you don't have to be anybody. Like, I love it's that. just about conversation. So, oh, like- Riley will poop himself. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't understand. And then it's gonna be cute. I'm already calling this now. He's gonna sit down in this chair and he's gonna go like this. He's going to push back hair that's not there. And then you're going to go, okay, introduce yourself. You know, I, 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 right, he stutters a lot. It's really cute. Oh. Riley will be fine. Riley, you'll be great, dude. <laughs> I'm going to have you on this shit, dude. So where can they find you, young Jasmine? Ah, yes. You can find me on YouTube, Jasmine Garcia. You can find me on Instagram, Jasmine Garcia. You can find me on Twitter, ja- Jazzy R. Garcia. And, uh, you know. You might be disappointed. You might not be. You will pictures? not be disappointed, man. Right. Yo, check out this girl's store. She's fucking hilarious, man. So most people like, I feel like when they see somebody that is physically attractive, they kind of, they're very dismissive about their how great their personality can be. Mm-hmm. They're like, this girl just does this, this, and that. But to be I, fair, some of them don't have a personality True. So all, you have so. an uphill battle, but this <laughs> bitch is fucking dope as hell. That's why Thank I had her you. on Genius Brain Podcast, and she's going to be coming back on here quite frequently because I fucking love talking to this girl, Yeah, dude. that was so fun. I'm telling you, I told you, I'm good at girl talk, dude. You are, honestly. Yo, I grew up in a beauty supply store, so that's all I heard my whole life. I, yep, yep. So that's yep. my shit, you know what yeah. I mean? I love gossip. I love when girls chat. Because sometimes guys don't chat like this. No, it's, you know? it's very true. I mean, I, I have that with Riley. But like, as far as my other guy, no, it's absolutely not an option at all. Yeah, it's like zoo. They don't really like get into like specific things, Mm-mm. and I like this type of stuff. Like I said, when you grow up in a beauty supply store, this is all the shit that you hear. Yes, right. Like when right, you're right. in the hair salon and shit, this is this is all <laughs> yeah, you hear. So yeah. I grew up around this shit. So it's like, yo, how come people just don't fucking chat it up like they used to back in the day? It's like, well, David, you just grew up around a lot of women getting their hair <laughs> yeah, done. So yeah. I'm like, mm, oh, that's got it. <laughs> well, guys, you can check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on Castbox on the iTunes. You you could check us everywhere else so make sure that you guys go on theirs Do and it. then give us that five star and if you don't want to watch the video just go on the podcast and listen to it on your commute we're mm-hmm. there for you remember check out jasmine one of my favorite favorite fucking fitness influencers everything <laughs> in this world dude you will never meet somebody as funny as this bitch oh you think i'm funny you're fucking weird fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all peace peace